This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. That's kind of impressive. We need to get our money up. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. What is up? What's going on? Good morning or good afternoon or good night, depending on when you're listening to this. It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Thursday and the weekend will be replacing Kanye West as the headliner on Coachella Festival 2022. Also, Eminem, Drake, Travis Scott, Kanye West, and a couple of other people's YouTube channels were hacked recently, and there was some weird stuff going on on their YouTube pages. Then we have the Forbes 2022 billionaires list that just dropped, and of course, Jay-Z's on it, of course, Rihanna's on it, and of course, Kanye West is on it. So we got to get into all of their net worths as well. But before we do all of that, please make sure you follow the podcast. Please subscribe to us. Hit that subscribe button on whichever app you're on. It doesn't matter which one you listen to us on. As long as you listen in, we appreciate you and we thank you for the subscription. Now let's go ahead and jump in. Okay, so I just want to start off by saying I just might be a psychic. I'm so tapped in. I know what's going on out here. My finger is so on the pulse that I predicted the future on yesterday's podcast. Yeah, you got to cue up the like mysterious Twilight conspiracy music because it got freaky. It really did, man. (laughs) So just yesterday we were talking about who should replace Kanye West on Coachella Festival 2022. And technically that episode was recorded two days ago. So two days before this news came out, I basically was saying Coachella has one option to replace Kanye West. Well, they really have two options, but only one performer could replace Kanye West. So the first option is that they could move up somebody that's not a headliner and make them a headliner. Somebody that's already on the festival, already scheduled to perform. I believe we suggested Doja Cat for that. They didn't go with that option. They went with the other option, which is exactly who I said. I was like, they have to get the weekend. Like, that's the only other person you can go to for a performance of this magnitude to replace Kanye West at this time. Like, Kanye is one of the biggest artists in the world, let alone one of the biggest hip-hop artists in the world. So it's like, you only have a few other options to go through. And just by process of of elimination, I said The weekend because obviously Jay-Z's not about to do it. (laughs) Obviously Drake is not about to do it. So who else can you possibly replace Kanye West with? You can only go to The weekend. He's, he's the only other artist that's in the same type of realm. Of course, The weekend is not a rapper. He's he's a singer. But, yeah, like, that's that was the only logical option to me. So that's why I'm like, you have to go with The weekend, or you have to go with somebody that's already on the festival. Like, that's just one plus one equals two. So two days after that was said, Coachella comes out with the new announcement. And lo and behold, who's replacing Kanye on the festival? Abel himself. Yep. Uh, I don't even, I don't even know why I doubted 
that the weekend would be the possible choice because I really wanted Doja Cat to be just bumped up to do Sunday, but they pulled the weekend out of nowhere. I mean, he is going on tour, so I would have thought that would have been another like conflict, but mm. guess he had time to make it up for two weekends for Coachella. So that's big. I'm telling you, and that's why I mentioned on yesterday's episode, like, okay, he just did the Super Bowl last time. He he got a little one-two step ready. He got a little routine ready already. And I forgot the fact that he already announced his tour. So he's got a show ready to go. He's got at least, you know, a couple different variations of a show ready to go. That that's also a big factor here because you can't just get one of the biggest superstars in the world and be like hey well get a earth shattering earth changing show together in less than two weeks that's asking for a lot especially for people that are perfectionist or probably perfectionist and they want their show to be correct they want it to be the best and biggest show it can possibly be so two weeks is just not really they can do it but it's not enough time to have it be the best that it can be so they had to go with somebody that's just as big an artist as Kanye and that already kind of has a show ready so this makes sense and I think it's a great choice uh you still got you know hip-hop artists on the lineup like a Doja Cat like Vince Staples like J.I.D. Denzel Curry and more so we're still getting our dose of hip-hop but headlining will be uh pop vibes it will be um heavy heavy cocaine vibes with the weekend (laughs) it's perfect for Coachella so there you go exactly all right. Now, um, we touched on Kanye a little bit just now, but uh, he was one of the people who got hacked during this YouTube channel hacking that happened on Tuesday. And Eminem was in that mix. Travis Scott was in that mix. Drake, Juice World, and a lot of other people uh, got their YouTube channels hacked. Yes. Yeah, so it looks like um, it was like some strange videos that have been uploaded to these various YouTube channels of these artists. And of course, the videos have been removed, but people took a couple screenshots and like one of the titles that people saw was a video that was like Free Paco Sands and it was featuring Will Smith, Chris Rock, Skinny Flex and Los Peleos. And um, pa- I guess I said that right. And then um, I guess the Paco Sands is a person who is spending the rest of his life in prison after defrauding thousands of people while pretending he had a terminal sickness. Wow. So kind of interesting. <laughs> That is uh, some intense scumbaggery right there. (laughs) Scumbag behavior. Oh, my goodness. But YouTube hasn't really announced, I mean, really uh, recognized the hack yet. They haven't really said anything about it. But Vivo, who actually partners with YouTube for, like, all of these official YouTube channels, they put out a statement, and they said, Some videos were directly uploaded to a small number of Vivo artist channels earlier today by an unauthorized source. All of those improperly uploaded videos have since been deleted by Vivo. No pre-existing content was accessible to the source. While the artist channels have been secured and the incident has been resolved, as a best practice, Vivo will be conducting a review of our security systems. Okay, good statement, good statement. Basically, we got them up out of here and we're going to, you know, put some more coding on it so they don't come back type of vibes. That's what I got from that Vivo statement. But I just want to say, like, hackers, uh, people that are extra tech savvy, I just feel like y'all are using y'all hacking ability for the wrong things. Like, can we not hack the student loans? Can we not go in and delete people's debt? Like, can we not go in and pay people's rent up for a year? Like, why are we hacking YouTube channels? What What is that going to do for us? What is that going to give us? What is uploading these random videos going to do for you? Like, what are you promoting in these random videos? It just doesn't make sense to me. Use your hacking abilities for something that's actually going to make a difference or actually going to help people or at least help yourself. Use it to get some money. Like, why are you using it to, to hack people's YouTube channels? 
Exactly. I was just going to say that because you, people want to hack celebrities' Twitter accounts and put these like funny tweets or these YouTube videos when the real issue and what really needs to be hacked is the important stuff. We need money, uh, free cars, free <laughs> education. Like there's so many other options to get hacked than just YouTube channels. Right. How about you hack hack the credit score credit scores and make everybody credit score 800 and up. Hack that. Like I don't get it, man. Y'all y'all have these abilities and you just use them for the most frivolous things. Well, maybe it's just a little bit easier to hack YouTube than it is to hack the student loans. I don't know. But I feel like if you, you know, apply yourself in the same way you applied yourself to defrauding people, saying you had a terminal illness and hacking YouTube accounts. I feel like if you put those energies and efforts together and put it towards hacking the student loans, you can make something happen. I do. Uh, Palenos, Los Palenos. What's his name? Dang. Los, oh no. Paco Sands. Paco Sands. Paco Sands. All right. You got nothing but time. You in prison for the rest of your life. So work on that. We'll, we'll circle back around if there's any new developments on that. But for now, let's talk about Bia. She just announced a new song, and she's putting something out with J. Cole. I was hyped to see this. I was hyped to see this because, you know, Bia just shut it down at Dreamville Festival a few days ago. So I'm like, okay, y'all y'all must have been in Raleigh, like, cooking up some songs, cooking up, working on some music uh, prior to her hitting the stage because when else would they have recorded this? Like, when else would Bia and J. Cole have gotten together? Exactly. And I must have been so out of it this week because she did post, like, the cover art where it was kind of shaded out where you, where you just saw figures. And she was like, guess who my next feature is? And... When she posted the actual picture with J. Cole with the hair and everything, I was like, why didn't I think of that? When she posted the outline, I was like, that's clearly J. Cole (laughs) with the locks and the uh, figures. So I'm excited to see a feature between those two because it had to have been while they were down here in Raleigh, because come on, that's the perfect opportunity to, perfect timing to. Right, yeah, exactly. And then when she put out the cover on Instagram, she said, me and at Real Cold World took it to London, pre-save in my bio. So, of course, the new song is called The London, or it's called London, excuse me. I love when rappers make a a repeat song title. I love when they make songs with the same name, because, you know, J. Cole already has The London with um, he and Young Thug, So Mm -hmm. now, you know, Bia and J. Cole have London. But this time it seems to be about uh, actual London, like the place, instead of the hotel, the London. So, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, uh, that's the difference between those Londons. And then I think it's a great time for Bia's because she did kill her performance at Dreamville Festival. I'm so sad we didn't get to interview Bia while she was there. I know we were supposed to, but they kept pushing the time back because her and her team had something going on. We don't really know what it was, but they had some sort of situation going on. Legend has it that uh, people are still at Dorothea Dix Park waiting for that Bia interview. Legend has it. It's been yep. it's been a week after Dreamville, and we're we're still waiting on the B on the BA interview. But yeah, no shout shout out to her. That's a major major look. Um, everybody was hopping on Instagram and socials congratulating Bia. Uh, even Nicki Minaj came out and said something. Nicki was like, "Okay, Mama." Then she quoted Fifty Cent with the green light gang thing. Like you know, that's Fifty's whole term. So uh, she got some props from Nicki and a few other people too. Yeah, in the comment section, you had, of course, T-minus, he said about to go up, and you had Lotto, Russ, Kamaya, Vinyls, DDG, and Doughboy on the comments hyping up the single, so... A lot of support with this one. I like it, man. And you know why I especially like the comments from Nikki and Lotto? It's because, like, come on, bring bring that camaraderie back in hip-hop. I love, love, love to see that. Like, 
outside of just crews or people who are signed to people because of course all the dreamville people are going to support j cole of course j cole is going to support all of them they're signed to him so you know that makes sense for them to be friends or like Lil baby and 4pf and the rappers that are under that and and 42 doug gonna all of them like that makes sense but i like when i see just people supporting people just off the strength of hey you doing your thing. That's a good look. Bia having a, a song with J. Cole feature on it. It's a great look. So I like that Lotto just collab, uh, I mean, congratulated her um, with really no strings attached. Like, you know, she's not signed a Lotto. They don't have anything going on together. It's just purely for the support and camaraderie of it. Same thing with Kamaya. So I love to see that. I'm I'm glad for Bia. It's, it's a great time for her right now, man. I'm proud of her. For sure. And I also like how um a lot of like the big, the big names in music are collabing with the upcomers once again, because, you know, Lotto just got Mariah Carey, legendary. You got Bia with J. Cole, legendary. Nicki Minaj and Coyle Ray. Like, the heavyweights are not, I don't want to say helping or doing a favor for these newcomers, but they see the talent that is with these new ones. And it's like old, old school, new school coming together. So that's also a dope thing to see, too, because... You know, J. Cole was all you always wanted J. Cole feature and Bia is still freshly new in the game. So that's big on her career, too. Yeah. Congrats to her, man. Big look. Big, big, big look. Speaking mm-hmm. of big looks, let's talk about some big money right now. So the Forbes 2022 billionaire list came out. And of course, our faves are up there. Kanye West, Jay-Z, Rihanna, they're all on the list. Um, and it came out Tuesday, April 5th. And this is Forbes' 36th annual World's Billionaire list. And there's 2,668 people on it, which I didn't even know there was that many billionaires. But, you know, good on them for getting to the bag. And Kanye came in as the richest rapper alive. He's the richest rapper on this list with a net worth of $2 billion, which is, of course, um, largely thanks to his Yeezy empire. And, of course, that partnership he has with Gap and the new partnership he has with Balenciaga. So out of those 2,668 people, Kanye West is at number 1,513. And then we have to welcome Rihanna into this Forbes Billionaires Club because she debuted this year at number 1,729. And she is listed as the richest female musician on the planet. Wow. To to come such a long way and... Not really that many years. It's like a decade, maybe. But mm-hmm. the business, the businesses aren't even a decade old. So not even that much, honestly. I'm sure most of that wealth comes from the business side of things as opposed to the music side of things. But still, like either way, man, congrats to Rihanna on that. And then, of course, we got Jay-Z on the list, and he came in at number 2,076. He has a net worth of $1.4 billion. That's after selling Tidal Platform, of course. Then, you know, he has his champagne brand, Armand de Brignanc. Ace of Spades, if I didn't, if I said that wrong, let's just say Ace of Spades. And Jay-Z made over $470 million just in 2021. And then he had that, you know, $300 million sale, uh, which was titled. So, yeah, Hove is getting to the bag as well. Um, shout out to all of them, man. I, I expected all of them to be on this list. I just think it's so, it's so crazy how it seems like it happened in such a few short years. Yeah, I agree with that too. About 10 years or so, but 10 to 15, maybe 20 tops for these big artists to 
be on this list. So that's kind of impressive. We need to get our money up. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. clearly. <laughs> but yeah, and it's just like, this is a, a, like being a billionaire is a lifetime achievement. And I feel like these guys figured it out. These guys and girls figured it out in, like I said, like we said, like a decade, maybe a decade and some change. So shout out to them and putting on for the culture, getting money for the culture you feel me Mm -hmm. I think that's a great note to end on today that is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well which is Hip Hop DX and be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our Instagram our Twitter and our TikTok which is all Hip Hop DX Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. A-S-H-I-A is Asia and S-K-Y-E is Sky. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.